welcome to worship on this 4th of July. It is wonderful to be with everyone here. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? It's like I haven't seen him in the last 10 minutes. Oh, goodness. It is wonderful to be back with everyone this week. I missed you last week as we were down in San Diego. I had the opportunity to preach at my parents' church uh, in a fun pulpit switch that will actually culminate here on the 18th of this month. Yeah, I'm doing the math right. On the 18th of this month when John Shaver comes up here and preaches for us as, along with baptizing his cousin Hunter. So it'll be a wonderful day in worship for us. And we had a wonderful time in San Diego worshiping with my family and then also participating in a wedding down at the Hotel Del Coronado. So that was a lovely experience and it was a joy to be there, but I'm glad to be back with you. And Pastor Walt is not here this week, as those of you who are sitting here can see that he's not in his usual seat. He is in Pennsylvania visiting his son and their family this day. So we celebrate that he has the opportunity to take a vacation and that we are in worship together. I have a few quick announcements and reminders for us. Uh, let's see, Joanna, why don't we go to your screens? I want to, first of all, draw attention to our flowers on the altar, which are in celebration of Anna Pitchford's 100th birthday. And I believe Anna is Kathy Loeb's mother. So we celebrate Kathy Loeb's mother's birthday today. You can clap now. <laughs> her heavenly birthday? Okay. And what would have been her 100th birthday? Perfect. Perfect. Um, and then I also want to let you know uh, that we would love for you to sign in for worship today. Our sign-in is now virtual. You can go online, which is beneficial because those of you who are online can sign in as well. That way we know who worships with us. There is a nifty little checkbox in that registration uh, that tells us whether you are in person or online. So... But if you don't check it, we usually can figure it out. So if you skip that step, it's okay. But we'd love to know that you're here so that we can celebrate our family joining together and connecting together in worship. And altar flowers. We talked about the flowers in honor of Kathy's mother's 100th birthday in heaven. No, no. She hasn't been in heaven 100 years. Backtrack. You know what I mean. <laughs> Friends, I've been at camp for four days, and I'm going back to camp for another four days, so forgive me if I'm a little scattered. You know what I mean. <laughs> you, you don't know what it means to be scattered? Oh. Oh, goodness. Well, I'm glad that our God offers us grace, even if Stephen doesn't forgive me. Our altar flowers, uh, we have a summer altar flower special. We have two members of our church who have stepped forward and said that they will create our flowers for us. And as long as you order flowers all the way through next June and pay before Labor Day, you get this $35 special. So if you want to sign up for the flowers and you are here, you can go back into the Narthex and there's a sign-up sheet. If you are not here, send an email to Joanna and let her know what dates you'd like to sign up for, and we will get you on the flower list. It is a great joy that we were able to offer you this discount, but I also have to admit that it's a little bit of, with sadness that we get to offer you this discount because the florist that we've been using had to go out of business because the prices were going up so high. So as I'm in prayer time, you will probably hear me talk about all of those that are impacted still by COVID and how their businesses how they're learning to live their lives anew in the midst of all that has transpired over the last couple of years. Um, let's see, two, one more, two more announcements. Yes, love. Okay, for those of you at home or could not hear Candy, she says, if you are interested in donating your time to help create the flower arrangements and deliver the flowers, contact Candy Wilcox or Nadine Larson. Our crafty ladies are meeting back on campus starting on Thursday. <laughs> 
They are very excited to be here, in case you couldn't tell. They gather at 10.30 a.m. in the Wesley Fireside Room. We encourage you to bring your snack lunch if you're going to come and participate in that, so that it'll be a great time of crafting and fellowship. I also want to let you know that Vacation Bible School is is coming together, and we're excited about the opportunity. We are going to be doing a one-day morning, Saturday morning vacation Bible school based on Raya and the Last Dragon. And so that if you have not seen the movie, we're offering the opportunity to watch it on Friday night at 5.30 on July 23rd and to come participate in VBS for four-year-olds through sixth graders uh, to come participate in that Vacation Bible School experience. And there is a registration form online. So we would love for you to register. Let us know that you're coming. If you want to volunteer and help, we'd love to have that support as well. So my last announcement is, is that if you did not prepare for communion this morning, there's two ways to do so. If you're at home, go gather, gather your bread or chips or crackers and your, your beverage, your juice or coffee, whatever you think God would bless in that moment. And for those of you that are here, if you did not pick up your communion elements on the way in, there's more back on the card table in the narthex, and I'll give you the opportunity to go grab that when it is convenient for you. And now that I've talked a long time about announcements, let's center our hearts for worship. Sunday in our summer sermon series, Faith and Film. Today we're going to look at the story of the legend of Bagger Vance, and we're going to talk about freedom in embracing our true self and entering the field with the gifts that are ours and ours alone. Let us join together in singing Many Gifts, One Spirit, verses 1 and 3.
I did. You can hear me. Thank you, love. Please join me in prayer. God of freedom and miracles, we wait for your voice and direction this morning. We are so busy with the holiday celebrations and gatherings, yet we know that people are struggling, grieving, and crying out for help. Hear their cries, O Lord. Come and comfort and heal wounds. Open our hearts this day that we might become people who bring peace and hope to those in despair. For we ask these things in the name of the Master Healer, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now is the time in our worship service where I'm talking to the children of our congregation. It is great to see some of you guys here with us in worship. And if you're with us online, it's great to have you with us as well. Please know that we are excited to have you here in whatever form you're able to. And I hope that this is a time of blessing for you. Today, our Sunday school lesson has to do with friendship and commitment and belonging. How many of you guys have a friend that feels like family? Mm. All right. How many of you have people that you call cousins that aren't actually related to you? All right. My child said, I don't know, when I asked the friends who sound like family things. So I was like, I'll give an example that he understands. Um, the story that you're going to look at today is a story about David and a friendship that he had that he made a promise to his friend Jonathan saying, regardless of what happens in the future, we will take care of each other and our families. So when David became king of the area, he knew that Jonathan's family was still in the area and he wanted to take care of them. So he reached out and made sure that they had food and they had clothing and that they felt like they belonged even though their family situation had changed. And we, as people of faith, have the opportunity to reach out to others as well, whether they are people who are family friends or others that we encounter who we can say, you are a part of our larger faith family. You are a part of the body of Christ, so I'm going to take care of you. We have ways to make sure that we let people know that they are a part and that they belong. And that's some of what you're going to talk about today in Sunday School. Will you guys join me in a moment of prayer? Let's take a moment to talk to God. I'll invite everyone to join in the repeat after me prayer. Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you for yesterday and for tomorrow. Thank you for friends who become family to us. Allow us to take care of each other and make sure that everyone belongs. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, children, you can head off to Sunday school.
Let us pray. Awesome and almighty God, we give you thanks for this day, for the ways in which you bind us together, body and spirit, across the internet, so that we can be one community together. We continue to seek the ways in which you invite us into relationship with you and to celebrate the ways in which we are your people, continuing to live lives that bring honor and glory to you. As we look at our spiritual gifts this day, help us to consider what gifts are ours and ours alone and how we might add to your creation story and add to the building of the kingdom by those gifts that you have given to us. We pray as a church community for the following people. We continue to hold Tracy Morris in our prayers as she continues to have complications after her surgery. We ask for healing and that her next surgery may be able to take place soon. We hold in prayer Wendell Carlson, Phil Severance's brother-in-law, who has multiple health issues. We pray for all of those like our florist, whose lives are continuing to be impacted by the COVID vi virus. We ask that you offer them comfort, that you give them guidance, and that you provide the means necessary to continue to provide for their families. We pray for Pastor Walt and all of those that are traveling this holiday weekend, that they might be safe and that they might experience traveling mercies. And Lord, we have a few joys this day. We celebrate that the Coopers are in worship with us this day, that Carolyn, after not being here in over 18 months, is able to be with us. We're so thankful that she feels well enough and that Jean and Carolyn can be here together, worshiping in the sanctuary, knowing that their church family loves and celebrates their presence. And Lord, what a weekend it is. It is a time to gather and celebrate, a time to reflect on blessings of the freedoms that have been so sorely fought for and won a time to commit ourselves to offering freedoms we cherish to others. We have gathered here in the midst of the business of the summer season to seek your will, to find peace and direction for our lives. Bless us, O Lord, with wisdom tempered with compassion. Remind us that we have such freedom because others, have gone or others who have gone before have stood for principles of hope. Do not let our pride of country overwhelm the needs that still abound within our walls and our land. Where there is hatred, let us bring wor your words of love. Where there is our injustices, help us to correct unjust systems and become advocates for the voiceless and the powerless. Where there is apathy, empower us to bring the good news of your gracious transforming love. Be with us this day and all of our days as we seek to follow you. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus, who taught us to say when we pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let me 
Awesome and almighty God, as we step into this day of celebrating our nation's independence and we celebrate all the blessings that we have by living here, help us to take the words of that song and to apply it to our faith with you as well. Help us to give you our best that we can count our blessings and find the ways in which we can authentically serve you and use the gifts that are ours and ours alone to continue to build your kingdom. In your name we pray, amen. Today, as I said earlier, is our first sermon in our Faith and Film sermon series, and I am happy to, to share with you one of my favorite films. It's really hard to believe that this film is already over 20 years old, but it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, and today we're going to talk about the legend of Bagger Vance. And uh, within this movie, it's a story of, I, I printed it up here. During the Great Depression, Georgia socialite Adele Invergordon announces a publicity-garnering high-stakes match at her struggling family's golf course, featuring the greatest golfers of the era. Once promising local golfer ran off Juna, whose career and life were derailed by World War I, is brought in to play alongside the stars. But his game is weak, until the enigmatic Bagger Vance offers to coach him back into the great golfer he once was. And one of the things that, he, that Juna needs to learn is how to find his authentic swing. 
we're not quite to that video clip yet, but I want to invite us to hear what our scripture lesson is for the day. So I'll ask Joanna if she can share that with us now. Good morning. Our scripture reading today is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. But each of us was given grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you, Christy. Um, That lesson reminds us that God is present in and through all that we do, all that we experience, and how we live our lives. It's a story that many of us need to hear over and over again. We need to be reminded that there's a God that unites us together, that sees a larger picture for the world and for each and every one of us than we may see for ourselves. And that is the problem for Ranoff Juna as he struggles with the demons of his past, a love that he has lost because he's tormented by his experiences on the battlefield, addiction and alcoholism, struggling to find out who he is and to see himself as someone of sacred and, valid, or sacred and valuable to God. Juna is a lost person who needs to have some direction in his life and to be taught how to live. And so when he's invited to join this golf tournament, he's very hesitant. At one point, he, he flat out says, no, I'm not doing it. And as more and more people continue to come and ask him to do it, he, he goes out and considers, considers a participating in the tournament and uh, takes a few practice golf swings. And this is when he meets Bagger Vance. And as he's swinging at the ball and hacking, hacking it to the left and to the right, I know that there's different words for it, slicing and chipping or whatever. Sorry, sports is not my field. I apologize now. But, but he's like sending it off different directions. So Bagger Vance comes walking down the center of the pathway and he's like, I could have hit you. And Bagger Vance, who's played by Will Smith, goes, oh, no, I I figured the way that you were hitting it, if I walked straight down the center, I was good to go. And so they start a conversation, and Bagger Vance and Ranoff Juna, who's played by Matt Damon, in case you don't know, um, uh, have a conversation. And Will Smith's character says, all I'm asking for is $5, and I'll be your caddy. No, like, percentage of your prize or anything else, just $5 guaranteed. So they start this unlikely friendship. And Vance starts to impart wisdom with him. And he talks about how each and every one of us has an authentic swing that is ours and ours alone. And talks about how each of us has our own individual gifts. He's talking to Juna, of course, but it talks to us as well. What is our authentic swing? What is ours that God has placed on our hearts and in our lives so that we might live within God's larger story in ways that offer wholeness to God, but also bring freedom for ourselves? The scene that we're about to watch is one, as the tournament is going on, Juna has not been doing well. And uh, you'll hear what Bagger Vance has to say to him as he is um, inviting him to enter the field. Oh, yes. Greatest game there is. Right, Hardy? Yes, sir. The greatest game there will ever be. Just you and the ball. All by your lonesome. I think it's time. Time for what? Time for you to see the field. The field? I see the field, but it's 445 yards long. It's got a little red flag at the end of it. It's 12 strokes ahead of me. Come on. That ain't it. Because if you seen the field, you wouldn't be hacking at that ball like you was chopping weeds out from under your front porch. Just give me the club. 
Sorry, I brought it up. Here, you're going to take that hack away. To Fix your eyes on Bobby Jones. He's a piece of work here right now. Well, in the band room. Band room. Knock it out there, Bobby. like he's searching for something. Then he finds it. Watch how he settles himself right into the middle of it. Feel that focus. And he got a lot of shots he could choose from. Duffs and tops and skulls. But there's only one shot that's in perfect harmony with the field. One shot that's his. Authentic shot. And that shot is going to choose him. There's a perfect shot out there trying to find each and every one of us. All we got to do is get ourselves out of its way. Let it choose us. Mm, look at him. He in the field. See that flag as some dragon you got to slay. Have to look with soft eyes. See the place where the tides and the, and the seasons and the turning of the earth all come together. Where everything that is becomes one. And you got to seek that place with your soul, Jimmy. Don't think about it. Feel it. Your hands is wiser than your head ever gonna be. Now, I can't take you there, Junior. Just hopes I can help you find a way. That's you. That ball. That flag. All you are, seek it with your hands. Don't think about it. Feel it. Looking at it, Junior. Feel it. It's just There's you. One shot that's in perfect harmony. We don't see it. It's the home of your authentic swing. That flag and all that you are. I know. I'm sorry. It took another minute for him to make the shot, and I just didn't want to wait. Take that minute to wait for him to make that shot. I apologize, but I will put a clip on the YouTube feed so that you can watch the whole thing. I promise. I promise. Uh, <laughs> so for those of you uh, at home, I know that you had the opportunity to watch the same thing. If you're watching a couple days later, that clip may be cut out, so I'm going to give a little bit of a heads up just so that you know. Bagger was talking with Juna about how he might see the field. And the field isn't a bunch of numbers, a bunch of statistics, but it's getting into the flow of God's will, getting into the flow of all that is and was and could be when we are in harmony with God. We can talk about freedom this day in many different ways, but I love the idea about talking about freedom in terms of living in God's uninterrupted spirit-sustaining power. I found this quote online that I loved. Abundant life of freedom in Christ is not a freedom to do anything we want to do, but is to have the uninterrupted spirit-sustaining power to do what we know we ought to do as the Holy Spirit changes our wants and daily 
and daily makes all of our God-given duties delightful as we rest in the finished work of Christ. I think that that's a beautiful way to remind us that as we celebrate freedom this day, we're trying to find a freedom in Christ that invites us to be the best that we can be, that we can live in God's flow and energy in such a way that it's almost a release that we let go of all of our preconceived notions of who we are, all of the self-doubt, all of the insecurities, all of the ways that we diminish ourselves and are released to know that we are a part of God's story, that we are a part of God's blessing, and the ways in which we live can be in unison with God. And in that unity with God, we have a freedom of being our truest and most authentic self, of being the person that we were created to be. At camp, I have the pleasure of being the chaplain. And so I get to tell children's stories to our elementary kids all week long. And one of the stories that, I, that was read this past week and will be read again this week is When God Created You by Matthew Paul Turner. And it is a book that touches my heart in so many different ways because it reminds our children and it reminds us as adults that God only created one of us and that there is something special and inherent about us that adds to God's beauty, to God's story, to, adds another, to add another dimension to who we can be. And when we embrace the field, see the field for what it is, and take the time to find our authentic swing within it, we live lives that continue to move God's story forward in true and profound ways. We have the opportunity to live as people who shine God's light and live in harmony with who we are, who the people are around us, and get to be our best, most authentic self. I hope that this day we find ways to find our spiritual gifts, to celebrate them, and more importantly, recognize that each and every one of us sitting in here, each and every one of us sitting at home, worshiping, watching this worship service, has the opportunity to find a sense of release and freedom in living within God's story, living within the flow, and celebrating who we are created to be, both as people of this nation and as people of God's larger community, so that we continue to build that kingdom here on earth. Amen? As we celebrate the fact that each and every one of us has an authentic swing and that we are invited to step into the field with God, we have this opportunity right now to prayerfully consider how we might give back for the blessings that God has already given for us. If you came to worship today and you did not place your offering in a plate on the way in, there are plates available at each of the exit doors on your way out that you can place your offering. If you are at home, you are free to mail in your giving or go online with the options that are provided for you to give your, your gifts to the church as well. And as we prayerfully consider how we might give to the church, we also take the time to consider how we might use our spiritual gifts to see the field and see how God might use us. Let us receive the gift of music.
Amen, and thank you, Jenny. I know that we say this every week, but your music, everyone's music, but, but Jenny, you like give us such great focus as the sermon ends, and we thank you for that. We now enter into the time in our service where we are going to partake in Holy Communion. If you have your little cup and wafer, I will tell you the correct time to, to take it. So don't feel like you're rushed to take it at a certain time. I'll say, and now let us take our communion together. And if I forget, someone wave at me. Will you join me in the attitude of prayer? The Lord be with you. It is right and good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity and made covenant to be our sovereign God and spoke to us through your prophets. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. Your spirit anointed him to preach good news to the poor, to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, and to announce that the time had come when you would save your people. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, and ate with sinners. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he was betrayed, Jesus took bread, gave thanks to you, and broke the bread, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, when the meal was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you once more, and offered it to all of his disciples, saying, Drink from this, all of you. This is the blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and cup. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed and transformed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all of the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. We now will take of Holy Communion.
Well, friends, we've reached the end of our worship service. We have the reminder that as we go into the world celebrating the independence of our nation, that we also are invited to explore the freedom that we have in stepping into the field of God's story and being co-creators with God in bringing about God's kingdom. And so receive this benediction. God of fireworks and good works, bless us this day as we go from this place. May our celebrations be joyous and memorable, and may our service to others reflect your love and peace. Amen.